This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Bobro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie and I am here with Susan and we are on our seventh part of Neville Goddard's The Power of Awareness and we are having a hearty conversation and will propel everyone including ourselves through this one as we start off in chapter 22 with persistence can i just say one thing this group of chapters is probably what i've been talking about throughout the whole podcast series because it does go into what which is what i love which is always the challenge of so what if what if you don't get what you want and he has the answer. I love it. Love it. So uh, rolling into persistence here, you know, I love the statement he has. A desired state of consciousness cannot rise to you. You must rise to it. And I love that phrase because think of all the things you rise to. And, you know, do those align with the concept of yourself? And do those align not only with the concept of yourself, but, you know, where your life is and where you want it to be? Mm-hmm. And if they don't, and if none of that aligns, then, you know, like Neville Goddard says, you got to go back to the concept of yourself and, and change it. that's the to-do. Mm-hmm. That's to do it. And the last line, your assumption to be effective cannot be a single isolated act. It must be a maintained attitude of the wish fulfilled. It's persistence. And he talks a little bit about other reasons, but if you, you give up right away, I mean, this is, to me, this is the real work of life, is really working on this to better who you are and to do more and this is a constant it's the real only work of life i'm still in the chapter because i think this is you know again i'm going to say the word powerful in in the persistence because you know you think about how you utilize persistence and he does share some uh, biblical stories and he talks about you know, where desire springs from and the awareness of ultimate attainment and persistence is maintaining the consciousness of that desire already being fulfilled, resulting in it being fulfilled. And and it's funny, I, I had a hard time not thinking about that backwards because what kind of proof could you ascertain through that? But if you think about it backwards, in your desire and in, you know, your realizing and reaching that awareness of the ultimate attainment i mean it's it's impossible for you not to because it will be fulfilled i mean so you know it's that that statement we kind of say simply you're okay and you know if you look back to years ahead when you're like worrying about stuff and struggling about stuff like you're here now so something occurred that you're okay and isn't that proof then that you're okay so it's kind of like a little bit of a of a mind challenge from that sense so you're saying what you and i've been were arguing about before you you just proved my point well i'm not arguing anything no we're not but i'm saying that that's what i was saying before where this this relates and again you know what it's not a personal you versus me or opinion or judgment or anything it's in the ascertainment of the pure essence of what he's talking about and it's just solely you know for you internally for you which can propel you when you don't look anywhere outside okay so you had stated the last sentence in in the paragraph of the chapter on persistence 
And, you know, it's great because you, you take that whole paragraph because most times you turn around and you say people, you know, not like me or you're all around me. And, and, and why is that? And, and how they're acting to you and, and is it due to, you know, your lack of persistence and your assumption of your life already being as what you want it to be. And, and it's funny because that, that whole statement and, and how he kind of flavors us with the power of us just being persistent for ourselves gives us the understanding of, of kind of sort of why this is all around us. And what it propels us to. It's almost like, to me, there was a lot of, like, a moving backwards understanding of, like, how, how can you not take all this into account and, and have it really go cellular, to take the terminology that you were saying in the last podcast, because that's why it's all around us. And for some reason, I think this also um, is the perfect opportune time for him to put in, you know, this chapter on the, the case histories. And it intrigues me, okay, because it's kind of right there, and you would think, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know, you would think or not, but, you know, wouldn't you put that at the end of the book and say this is how it all worked? Or what? And I have, you know, read this book before, and I, and I was quickly skimming through the case histories for our conversation, and each one gives an explicit account of how someone has used their powers of assumption for themselves to reach their desired goal and whether it be you know there's a gentleman in the military and he wants to get out there's a there's a little boy who wants a puppy and you know there's a person who wants to expand their business and you know you've heard a lot of the act as if and all these other terminologies that get thrown out there and you know have coaching seminars on and all that other stuff yada 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 yet here he just simply and you know if you can get a hold of this book the power of awareness and get a hold of this chapter and go into the examples he simply states how people were able to achieve this even moving into high-priced apartments with rent control that seemed completely out of their reach and they just used exactly what he's been sharing with us and what we've been talking about at one point in the story with the boy with the puppy it's like you would think all odds were against him because if he had gotten money to get the puppy, his parents would have used it to, to for his college education. They would have said, no, we're not going to use it for a puppy. If it, if it had come, sometimes we wonder, well, we don't know how it's going to come. And again, there's the how question. Yet the beauty in all of that is that it doesn't matter. The persistence and our persistence with it means it's going to come. And so in, in these case studies, and I think they're, they're interesting to kind of absorb, and, and they're definitely useful to just challenge ourselves in, a, in our own persistence. You know what? People are always posting quotes. You don't even know if they're really true. Or they're quotes that you've read 10,000 times. Right, and you're supposed to like them. What about quoting from something different and new? That would be fun. We did it and took quotes from our energetic invocations books and we put it in a quote book. How They're really I, good. How do I live when I don't fit in? You can find it on Amazon. Hey, Susan, you remember that old song that Tom Petty sang? Which the, old song? The waiting is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Well, he was so right about that. The waiting is the hardest part. The coolest thing about all the stuff we've written, you can get it as an ebook right now. Right Live now. on Amazon right now. And you know what they say, there's no time like the present. 
with our own assumptions and you know there's even a part in there that relates to a segment that we talked about in our book energetic invocations where someone gets a better health diagnosis because there's a part where they practice imagining that they see the doctor's face expressing you know amazement that they're they're healed and they're better and so there's a lot of useful energy in this to propel and it's funny because after the case histories chapter it goes right into the chapter on failure so we almost like you go through the training and you go wow and you hear all these stories and you really get the vibration and some of these i mean it's funny i I don't want to go into our own personal stories but some of these you know we have talked about just you know off the cuff not reading this book that we've done and we didn't know we were doing it and we have ascertained our desired goal by our, the law of assumption, and we probably had no idea, which is cool, very cool. Well, I, it's interesting with failure. It's, you know, because I'm always like, I understand it. I always think of if things didn't work, why wouldn't they work? Why wouldn't they work? Because we've gotten a lot. But there's certain things in my life that I would say, hmm, that, you know, I could do better. I could always do better. Because I think the part of the goal of life, which I know he says in the very end when he, he gets in the last chapter, is really about doing better. It's always about doing better. And so for me, you know, I actually, I'm going off just in a quick tangent. I saw a thing with Steve Jobs. Uh, and, and basically he says, you know, you have to fail to learn. And, and the fact that you fail is a sign that you made a decision. And from there, that's the only way you can move forward. So I always tend to go for that. So, you know, I'm always looking for what didn't work. Where was the failure? What can I do better? And so when I look at this, it's interesting because it says that if it didn't work, if you're using these concepts and they didn't, it didn't come through, it's not because this doesn't work. It's not because the law doesn't work. It is because he he says the secret of your failure has to do with how natural you feel about about what you want. Meaning that if it does not feel natural to you, in his example, to get a better job, you'll not get a better job. Mm. If it doesn't feel natural, mm. it's just not it's it's not gonna work. And so, you know, of course, then I say, ah, there's the weasel clause. There's the weasel clause. That's how you get out of it. And then as he goes further along, he says, so how can the feeling of naturalness be achieved? And, of course, the secret lies in one word, imagination. And the imagination goes right into what we're talking about with all the stuff in the back about acceptance and with feeling and all the stuff that we talked about in the past. Not that I was trying to, but I, I, I always go to this, like, okay, there's something more. What if I'm really going to, you know, imagine something huge for myself, but I, I'm not sure how well I can really believe it. Well, you have to believe it. Okay, I have to believe it. But what if I don't? It doesn't feel natural for me. For instance, mm. I, I'm, I'm a queen. I'm the queen of England, right? <laughs> it doesn't feel natural for me. I'm not really interested in being the queen of England. But if I were interested in being a queen or whatever it was, how do you become more natural with it? And it's interesting because it's through the imagination, which is what we said. It's almost like we can almost go back right back to chapter one again. And you have to work with the the concepts that we talked about to do it. Mm -hmm. 
which it's almost funny because it's like, well, it's, it's, you know, it's almost like, well, it didn't work. Okay. You got to go back to step one, try it again. Mm. And you know, that's beautiful about the queen of England. Cause you kind of set me off on a little tangent thinking about, you know, the royal couples and the, you know, whatever, and the new baby and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, it goes back to the, that's why the case history chapter is great because it goes back to the little boy with a puppy and his grandmother's yelling at him saying, you're not getting a puppy. You know, this was, I came here to talk to Neville Goddard for myself. This wasn't for your practice, you know, to do this power, you know, and and have awareness. And he's like, I know how to get what I want now. And, And it's funny because, you know, you, who knows, you could, you could be I mean it seems so absurd but you could if you really wanted it and desired it be the queen I of could England. meet a king yes yes and I could you have get no married yeah. and exactly. you have no idea yeah you, you could find out you had some lineage that you have yes. no idea it could be right. through anything exactly. and that's the beautiful part of exactly. like if you 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 know don't believe and you you're not like kind of take it on like that all this power is within you and you read those case histories and it gives you some really good examples in all different arenas I mean it's fascinating and then you go into this pow you're kind of hit with the stop sign here you know a failure well, no, oh gosh actually, what occurs, you know, but it's not in a bad way no, at all he says these errors and weaknesses yes. can be overcome yes. this is an empowering and that's a really it's right. not and that's right because the failure chapter isn't up oh, okay what right. did you do wrong right. it's not that at all and yet nobody kind of expresses failure like that where you know it could just be an error or weakness in the consciousness but it can still be overcome exactly I mean that's the beautiful thing about this and who knows maybe I will become a queen <laughs> <laughs> and you know the, the just the great part this again the simplicity of feeling that you already are the person you want to be and remember that the time it takes your assumption to become reality is proportionate to the naturalness right. of being it and the naturalness is ascertained through the imagination right Woo. right <laughs> and so then that of course brings us right to faith Mm. which you know it's interesting because he talks about it and faith as we I think understand it and this is just my you know as we understand it doesn't change what changes is the faith is within ourselves right it is not in an external and not that you can't have faith in an external source if it if it helps you to 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 achieve what we said with the imagination, if it helps bring a naturalness to it, it does, it still works. That's why, you know, when he talks about here, and of course I'm talking about God and and the faith in God and God will make this occur. And then it still works. It's, you're still bringing a nat- the naturalness, what we just talked about, which w- which would create failure mm-hmm. if you didn't have a natural. If that belief that God can make this occur, it's still going to have the same benefit. Well, it's it's inter- but, yeah, it's interesting in this chapter because I you, you know that the whole part about not going outside, you know, exactly. that some being somebody's going to do not it. going outside, mm. that some being that somebody else is going right. to provide that faith for you is. huge huge i mean that's good that you have access to faith you have faith and faith is and he states it here is the awareness of the reality of that which you assume so the awareness is the faith that's huge that's completely huge because again you're not going outside and not waiting for someone to give it to you and you're not waiting for a being to give it to you 
And you're not sitting there saying, do I deserve it? Yeah. No. Right. I mean, you, you already have it. You already have it. And this last thing he says, faith does not question. Faith knows. And that's where the knows, what is he talking about? It knows. It's what exactly what he's saying. That's being in that energy in, of awareness. It, of, of awareness mm-hmm. and of getting what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Hey, Susan, do you remember when Trump meant you throwing down one of those special cards in the oh, game of yeah. whist? Yeah, I do. <laughs> now it takes on a whole new meaning, huh? It does. And so in our Trump book that we wrote, How Trump Wins, we really look at the cool aspect of the energy, all personalities aside. Mm-hmm. And that's something that nobody else does. Well, we did, and it's actually kind of interesting. It is, and it's out there. All right, I gotta share. Full disclosure here. You folks are missing the best part, because when I shut the recorder, Susan goes into the color commentary. (laughs) You know, this is amazing. She's not just in the energy, but then she comes out and she's coaching it. How was that? That was good. Let's go for more. I tend to be a quiet, introverted person. And you know what? You always know you're getting our full selves in these podcasts and these books. So what are you waiting for? Spotify? Amazon, go! Ever have something happen and wonder, how does this relate to my life? Often, it's in your perspective. Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change, can help you clarify your perspective. Susan and I wrote it for ourselves to process what we were experiencing. Face it, we all experience similar situations. It's our reactions that count and often against us. Awareness is a commodity today, so raise the value in your journey. Do the work with Energetic Invocations, a book of vibrational change and Energetic Invocations series today on Amazon. So I guess that leads us now into destiny. <laughs> and it's interesting because what I get as I read this is there's, there is no destiny. And destiny is what I said earlier. It's a constantly doing more, getting more. Mm. And, and it's not more things. It doesn't mean you're a hoarder. It doesn't mean yeah. I get more money. I t- there's not the more is moving in a grander sense of this and you know he beautifully says in this statement you know since life is infinite Mm -hmm. the concept of an ultimate destiny is Mm -hmm. inconceivable and you know this will take all your mythological stories and everything it's my destiny to Mm -hmm. save the world you know it's kind of well if that's what you're choosing if that's what your decision is oh my desert i would like to save the world well therefore you're going to create the situation where you're going to have to save the world right Right? Because your consciousness is the creator of your destiny. Yep, there you go. Yep. And so, I mean, I don't know if you have anything else to say. To me, reverence is when, when you talk about when you're working and you're just fully in the energy. And whenever I'm doing something and I'm you know in the energy and in the energy and we've talked about this in other podcasts of what does in the energy mean sometimes we talked about it you kind of lose yourself you lose sense of time you just what you're doing you love it and you just embrace it fully and you're just in that space of almost like time stands still that to me is the best way I can define reverence it's mm. just that space of everything's fine no matter what's going on 
where you are and what you're doing is where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing and it's in knowing that in the sense of anybody outside saying you should be you could have been why don't you how come all of that just kind of fades into it's almost like you're standing back and they're all like little and you just see you know you can't see what I'm doing but it's like and you just don't hear it it's almost like none of that exists and that's that's a beautiful pictorial, except for the little Mimi. Yeah, face, I know. But <laughs> so no, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> and when when you know he says here, you know, just again, I'm gonna say simply because sometimes just the simple words are the best, and the energy to it, the vibration to it. You are God. You are the I am that I am. You are consciousness. You are the creator. This is the mystery. This is the great secret known. By, you know, this is the funny part, by seers, prophets, mystics throughout the ages. And, you know, the, the, the semblance of that gives such a, a humbleness to that mm. understanding. And, and I think it relates to the, the, the title of the book, The Power of Awareness. Because the awareness of that is not only the faith and then the persistence, and it goes all, you can go all into mm. these concepts, building up into a higher concept of yourself that you're rising mm. into, which is beautiful, which is very beautiful. So, you know, the one thing that I, I, I you know, is interesting is, he says it is when your feeling of reverence is most intense that you are closest to God. And when you are closest to God, your life is richest. Mm-hmm. And the interesting part about that is, you know, we all have our way of doing it. And this may have been repeated in another podcast. I know I've said this in another one. I don't know if it's in this. But, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that to be able to do the work of what he talks about, you really have to really disengage from everything outside. Mm-hmm. And you and I, Julie, we, we just started going to these ancient texts because we did a lot of that work. We documented it in energetic invocations, and when we started looking at ourselves, we started looking at what people told us. We started looking at what society told us, what um, you know, social media, corporations, the health industry. Everybody's told us, and we turned it upside down and said, "None of this made sense. None of it made sense." And then we dug deeper, and then we started looking at our own lives, and we started saying none of this is true and we knew none of it was true but it's like what do you do with this Mm -hmm. we didn't know what to and Mm -hmm. so we started going deeper and deeper and then we went into relationships and we went into you know this process that we did document in the book energetic invocations and um the reason i say it we've done a lot of podcasts that you can get for free it's not about just you know selling our book we talk a lot about it in our energy podcasts but it was through that, and, and we put out the podcast for other people to do the same thing. Because when you clear all that, you read this. To me, it's reminding myself of, okay, wait a minute, how do I do this again? I know the old stuff. Mm-hmm. I know how to go outside and have people tell me that I'm not you know, smart enough, good enough, you know, whatever the story is. I've let that go. That's mm-hmm. easy for me to go back to. I have to always remind myself, how do I stay in that empowerment when I know this? Mm-hmm. And a big part of it, which moved, because it was a huge block, we moved from one side to the other, was letting go of all of that. Mm-hmm. And this makes sense to me. This makes sense to me, because that old stuff is gone. Right. 
Right. And this this is, you know, ideally how you start, you know, from from our book. We're actually telling you how to work with energy. Right. <laughs> and it's really funny. It doesn't come out and say that, but we're telling you how to go within and pull all of the stuff that he's talking about and use it for yourself and work with energy. And you know, in the in the last chapter when he's talking about reverence and he's you know, he's moved from faith and, and that's your awareness and you have it, you know, you're not waiting for someone else to give it to you. He says, you know, you can't know this intellectually, you can't debate it. And you know, yeah. we're having a conversation right. and we're sharing right. the spontaneous energy of this conversation of us being in that space and it's up to you to go propel with it. I propel with books I read, with, you know, having these conversations, with even working in this space and doing these podcasts. You can listen to it. And he says, it's funny, you know, we're not debating. Susan and I aren't debating no. each other, saying, I'm no. right, you're wrong, oh, this no. is what I feel. This is, this is a conversation about all these little aspects that kind of boil up out of the book, right. and we just start kind of throwing at each other. And a free-for-all, and, you know, really, you know, he says here, you can only feel it. You can only be aware of it. So you're aware of it, and, you know, you, you get into the environment and the energy of, you know, what you're only to do is, and what, like you said, what the real work is. And it's very you know, substantial for, for yourself and, and what you want to do and where you want to go and how you want to propel ahead with that. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.